I guess what's an example like how you've changed how you interact with like your female friends or community when you first see them or meet them? Definitely. I mean, I try and avoid appearance-based, like literally physical things. So if you're still struggling, obviously talk about style, talk about clothing. That is sizeless and very neutral. Expression. Mm -hmm. Yeah, expression. And then complimenting my friends for things other than obviously the way they look, right? Telling them and giving those affirmations that they are creative, they're so hardworking, mm -hmm. they're, the, they're an amazing friend that is the life of the party. These aren't exact quotes that I've said. I know what you mean. <laughs> they're good. I'll take but, yeah. yeah, yeah, I accept that. Or sometimes <laughs> even commenting on like someone's energy when they walk into exactly. a room. Exactly. And also checking in with them, seeing how they're feeling, because sometimes it could be mm -hmm. conflicting. But yeah, I think that's a really, really, and really good reminder. If you hear your friend talking about themselves in a self-deprecating -de way, you nip it in the bud. Not in a mean way, like you shouldn't be saying that about myself, but you're just like, well, I actually think that you're phenomenal because you just took a ballet class. Like mm -hmm. how brave of you to go in there and do that. Yes. So it's just oh, like that. that kind of language as well. Yeah. I like to always note progress that they've made mm -hmm. where it's like, oh my God, remember a year ago yes. when you were here and Absolutely. you were talking about yes. this and now we're you're here and talking about this? Because that's the most important, like it's like, I can't see myself clearly, you mm -hmm. know? And so I count on my relationships and the people in my life to help me see clearly yeah like help me see what I can't see mm -hmm. and I think when with women it's like how can we really bring that element within our relationships of like I'm so proud of you for everything that you're doing this is mm -hmm. where you were before this is where you are now I was with a friend the other day and she has an amazing company that's like just so baller and I was like what are you doing this week she's like I've got a meeting with Walmart and Target and all these things I'm like that's so fucking insane yeah Carly from Beekeepers mm -hmm. yeah natural I'm like, that is so fucking insane. Yeah, I know. Like when we first met, you like were selling this out of like at farmer's markets. Mm. You had quit a job. Mm. You know, I'm just like, that is mm. insane yeah. to think about. Because I love when people do that for me too. You're for like, because you can just like get in your zone where you're like emails work, mm. emails work, and then mm -hmm. you can't pull up. Yes. So doing that for the people that you love. But I think the community is such an important component. How has your husband impacted your self-confidence? That's a good question. He he's one of the first emotionally kind of intelligent alpha males I've met. Wow, babe. I know they exist, yes. but I hadn't met one yet. And he was very in tune because he went to therapy, you know, and his friends went to therapy and they were just these like enlightened men who actually were accountable. And when we kind of started our relationship as friends and we were friends for nearly nine months and I really got to know him. And he opened up and he told me all of his, he would call them flaws, but I would just call them parts of him. And he told me about mistakes he'd made in his past relationships. And I'd just come out of a very, very intense, heavy relationship filled with mental health issues, even suicidal thoughts. And I'd given myself to that person and had to receive nothing back for a really long time. It was really challenging. And I felt like I couldn't leave because it was just really scary. So I kind of... I, it's almost like you're manipulated because you're like, something's going to happen if I leave you. Yeah. And I would. I would get phone calls and be in LA and they would be like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, threatening. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm about to go on stage in LA. You're in England. What am I going to do? Wow. So that was... I Very much from the day of meeting Philip, I was like, I'm emo emotionally unavailable. Yes, I'm single, but I cannot. I just need to be with myself and in in, just bring back all the energy that I spent in that relationship to myself. Because I realized there was so many things I didn't do. Mm. Or again, it was a very controlling relationship. So it was like, 
I couldn't go to certain places or I constantly got those messages. Who are you with now? Why are you there? Da, da, da. And it was exhausting. So wow. I wasn't it's ready. interesting with an eating disorder and when you're a perfectionist, you have that voice inside of you normally. Right. So when you're experiencing a, a relationship like that, it's almost like a voice that you're used to. I think that could be what it is, that familiarity. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I'm used to being controlled. Yeah, and you can accidentally see that as someone who cares a lot. Of course. Right? That jealousy, that je- and me and yes. Philip talked about that from day one. He goes, I'm weird, I don't get jealous. I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, usually I'm sure you've had exes where you were maybe wear a certain thing and they're like, oh, I don't want other men to see that cover up. And you might think that that's because they just, you're so special to them, you can't be shared. And the same thing with going places or being with certain people, it's distrust, right? Yeah. But it can be, you can think that it's just like, wow, he wants to be with me and only me and he cares where I am all the time and who I'm with. No. So Philip helped me unlearn that to the point of like, he said, most of my old relationships, I have had g- girlfriends and partners who are a little bit insecure and they thought I didn't care because I didn't check in or ask mm. them where they were or be worried about who they're with or what they were wearing. I was like, this is so interesting. So it was definitely night and day and it was something to get used to because I could literally go on a work trip for three days and I didn't need to text him back. And he would never ask me who I'm with or what I'm doing. So I was like, oh wow, I can be in a relationship and feel free. So that was just like, blew my mind. And still know that I'm loved mm-hmm. and I'm wanted and needed. It took a while and we were friends. And then when I realized, wow, is this what it could feel like being in a relationship with him? Because I was just so scared to go into another relationship and feel trapped again. And so I was like, I think, yeah, I think I want to do this. And it happened very quickly from then. It was like September that we started like dating. And I want to say by the end of October, beginning of November, he was like, I love you. You're the one. That's it. Let's be exclusive. I'm like, I just know. Wow. I was like, wow. And so when everyone says like, it's easy when you meet like the right person, I, it really does feel easy. It just, and all those questions I've had in previous relationships where I've been having those sleepless nights thinking, I wish she was more like that. Or I wonder if there's someone out there that would do this differently. Or I wonder if I would feel, yeah, I don't have that, mm. that self-doubt, that voice anymore. What's something that he has seen in you that you didn't see in yourself but that you've now embraced oh that's a really good one he just reminds me like how powerful I am and the impact that I've had and I think sometimes being in this industry you constantly need wins or you constantly need that validation from the outside world of like oh Iskra's still getting magazine covers or she's still doing that and he's very good at reminding me the impact you have had is everlasting you were you might have felt like you were just a drop in the ocean but it created a ripple and he said look these these agencies would not have these boards they would not have these models on their boards if it wasn't for you so he's very much very good at helping me when I'm feeling like I'm not doing Mm. which I think as a mom you really struggle with because you suddenly do have a child that takes up 100% of your energy and time and you don't have it to invest in other parts of your career or personal life or even hobbies and passions that you maybe did and he's just very good at reminding me that I'm doing enough and that I have done enough and that I don't need to prove that to anyone so that's really nice thank you so much for tuning in to morning microdose by almost 30 we hope you enjoyed waking up as always we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest if you enjoyed this trip tune into the full episode on the almost 30 podcast 
All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.